I don't drink soda. Thank you, everybody out there in the world, the beautiful world, planet Earth, for tuning into the Natural Habitat Podcast and possibly beyond. There could be some listeners one day in the future that are off of the planet. You know, it could be possible. You never know. Well, I mean, audio recordings in the form that we have them at this moment, uh, especially in the style of radio waves, are being transferred and emitted past our solar system, you know, like out into space. So uh-huh. Somebody's going to hear it. No, 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 no. Stop that. Rewind that. Let me correct myself. Something is going to hear it at some point. Mm-hmm. But who knows if they'll even be able to, to hear it. Comprehend it. Yeah, or if it'll be such primitive, like, you know, if we got a, like, if I personally got a message from some other, like, alien race and it was on an eight track, I, I wouldn't really even be able to play that, you know? I'd have to go through a lot of shit. Well, you would <laughs> certainly go through the hoops to, to play the message. I mean, it's from an alien race. What's it gonna take you to get an eight track? Maybe, you know, like, Two days? Yeah, it probably wouldn't be that tough. It probably wouldn't. You could probably get one on Amazon with Prime. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Two days is like like the longest I could see it taking you to get a hold of one if you really put the effort into it. Yeah. See, but I always wondered about like like the Voyager record. Like like how are we gonna assume that they know that they also have vinyl records and record players? Well, well, the the thing that's specific with with that record. And with records in general, is the way that they're formatted is an extremely basic form of audio transfer. It, it's essentially reverberation off of the needle. Yeah. There's there's no like compressing or or digital analyzing or any of that kind of crap. It's literally just you drag a needle over it at a certain <clears throat> speed and it fucking yeah but it still has to be a certain sound. weight a certain speed a certain type of needle an amplifier like all hey, these different things hey motherfuckers have spaceships they can figure that out true true I uh have you heard about NASA our new NASA is now working on um a trip to the moon that'll be going down in like 2020 oh yeah they're trying to do all sorts of shit to counteract space force but you know what uh-huh. it's too little too late <laughs> they're uh they're they're gonna build some kind of like big uh like like station that is orbiting the moon that can be kind of like a waypoint for us to go to when we go out to mars and shit we can kind of hang out there for a minute and they're talking about 2020 being the first one and about five years after that, having this little moon space station up and running. But the big thing that they don't have that I was reading about is spacesuits. There's no new spacesuit that's been made since the 70s. So no, yeah, yeah, that's a huge problem. They only have these old spacesuits that you can't move in that are all heavy, and they only have so many of them. Of course. Is this podcast going to be like another episode of us just shitting on NASA and their their lack of innovation? <laughs> Kinda. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Fuck. Get it's, it together, it's, man. Like, <laughs> it's not that we're shitting on NASA. I mean, they're shitting the on themselves. That, I mean, the the fact that NASA has gotten us to where they've gotten us is is proof enough that they that they're not bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's great. It's like your do. grandpa. You know, I'm real proud of the way, the the road that you paved, Grandpa. But at a certain <laughs> point, you need to you need to pack it in, go enjoy Florida, and let your grandchildren run things, run the family business, because you're just not 
You know, that, that, you're, you're, that, that's it's funny passed you by. It's passed you by, and that's that's like one of the biggest <laughs> rocket launch sites. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that's fine. They don't have to travel far to enjoy their retirement community. <laughs> so that's a. Uh, the spacesuit thing is weird. I didn't even really think about that, but they don't. They don't design new spacesuits. I mean, I think they've done more more spacesuits in Hollywood than they have I'm, in I'm space. Sure that I'm, there's, I'm sure there's designs and there's, there's prototypes out there, but they're, they're just not to the point where they're ready to say, hey, this is the new spacesuit. Yeah. And I mean, we, we have Space Force, NASA. We got fucking Tesla going to the fucking space and shit. Yeah, you there's... know, everybody at this point is trying to get up there. So I don't think somebody's going to come out with a, a spacesuit that's that would have been okay in like '95. Yeah, and be like, "Here's our spacesuit." Mm-hmm. See, that's what you know? I, I think that they just don't they haven't put enough focus on it, and then they got behind on it because this dude Pablo de Leon, who is a Pablo, uh, Pablo de Leon, who's a spacesuit designer and professor at University of North Dakota. <laughs> He said that, uh, he said that it's like a huge issue that they've, that they've just neglected this over the years and have been focusing on, you know, lighter rockets and ways to build these, you know, habitable space stations and terraforming shit and growing stuff on Mars that they didn't think of the most basic thing, which is a fucking spacesuit. Like, <laughs> well, well, I mean, to be honest, you know, if it doesn't, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Well, it kind of is broken. It doesn't work that great. I mean, it works. <clears throat> it works, but there's... It works better than not. It's what we've used in the past. So, I mean, I can see. I can see how something that like that can get overlooked. Yeah. Um, I would fire a motherfucker for some shit like that, but... <laughs> I'm yeah. a stoner. I can see how that happens. Yeah, it's like if you do all the prep at a pizza place, but you don't make the sauce. Like, what am I oh, supposed to bro. do here? Like, you know what I mean? You, you, you go to open and somebody comes in and you, you've been open for like 10 minutes. Somebody comes in, they're like, I want one of these pies. And I got to be like, you, the sauce is lost. The juice is yeah, loose you, and the sauce is lost. You, you go the back there to make the pie. A, it's a bust. <laughs> the crust is a bust. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. So... Uh, let's do a little check-in. How's everything? How's everything with the little guy, Ty? Living that dad life. Are you still a dad? Is he still alive? He is. Yeah, yeah. yeah? He's made it two weeks now. That's awesome. This is his uh, two-week anniversary. Would you say? <laughs> no, no. I don't think that's the word you use. He's been alive for two weeks now. This is years and his two weeks anniversary of a father-son relationship. Yep, that's correct. Yeah. So that's good. That's dope. I mean, two weeks is like he's almost over the hump. If you can keep him alive for two weeks, then I think that he'll be fine. I think I got this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's doing fairly well. Nice. That's dope. I see your social media has been taken over with pictures of your adorable son. Yeah, I just posted him nonstop. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, what else am I going to post? And, and like, I feel like, you know, he'll appreciate that one day because there's not like just a, a shitload of pictures <clears throat> from you when I was a kid that I can look back on and like, you know, have like, like see my life. Yeah. Like in the 80s and shit. Yeah, I have there's, like, there's like a handful, you yeah, know what I mean? But I have like, like the 10 pictures of me as a child. Right. That are all like, there's me with a big head and a tuxedo. There's me in a shirt that says someone in San Francisco loves me. And then like, you know, it's not just like, look at these hundreds of pictures of me as a child. Like they're all specific. 
I've toyed with the idea of doing the, you know, the deal where you take a picture of him every day. And then when he's like, you know, like 50 or something, he can have like a, like a slideshow where he just gets everybody together and makes them watch the slideshow of like, you know, of him, a child of dying. him growing older. Child and slowly just, dying. Yeah. <laughs> and it's set to like a really, a really sad song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all somber. At what point does that get dark? I mean, I, 50 years would be pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, 50, I was going to say. It's probably right around there, right around 50. 50 is probably the more. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, what about you, Bill? How's everything been up in Oregon? Smoky. Is your uh, is your madre still there, or did she head back? No, she's been gone for like a week at this point. Nice. Good old... <laughs> Pre-wedding visit with the Madre. Yep. Nice. Everything uh, everything going good with the wedding planning, or is that not your thing? Um, you just let it happen over there? I'm not letting it happen. Uh, I do know that we are, like, months ahead of schedule. That's good. Have the venue, and we're paying it off. She has her dress, and we're paying it off. Um, we know what we're having for food. We have the entire guest list. We have half the decorations. Nice. Are you doing... I'm still, uh, like, I'm still like 10 years away. So, or ten, 10 months away. 10 have, years away. 10 years away. Have, <laughs> okay. you, uh, have you thought about ways to uh, integrate uh, cannabis into your wedding? Um, I don't think that was the right word, but you know what I'm saying. In, in fact, uh, there will be quite a bit of edibles, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we were discussing it this morning, actually, and there's essentially contracts we're going to have um, our grooms, groomsmen and brides ladies sign, and and it, within that contract, you will be responsible for keeping me high the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> Rolling blinds or mm-hmm. loading pipes or That's keeping a, good deal. a pen around. That's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she's, she's got like this whole huge plan. She knows what she's doing and what she wants. So I'm there to help and support. See, I, I always thought that it would be cool for like uh, <coughs> to have like, like plants, like maybe little clones or something like on the table in like nice pots as like, you know how they do like flowers in the middle of the table, like at weddings. Like, She's thinking about um, over the altar putting um, some weed leaves and whatnot within the bouquets and shit. So yeah, that's where it's at. I see. I'm also planning a wedding, but but my my wedding is like nowhere near as as weed related. <laughs> Probably zero weed in the wedding. Probably zero weed. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I mean, me and her met at a cannabis club. You know, so. Uh-huh. And you guys are also a couple years ahead on legalization, so. That's true. You're more so aggressive it's, up in Portland. It's much like alcohol. Like. No. Like, um, I cannot find um, anybody who will cater that involves marijuana. Um, all of the product I'll be getting will be from farmers, um, not through anything legitimate like that. I tried to find a venue that would let us smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, could not do that. Um, we are actually in Washington, right over the river, in a little town called Washougal. And uh, it happens to be an Airbnb. 
Uh, that's why we we've got it for like a week and a half. Yeah. Um, really good price, all inclusive. So that was super cool. Um, but we go back up there out to, to make our first payment and I sit down with the lady and I'm like, so, you know, I know you only want, you know, no smoking in the house and smoking cigarettes only in designated spots. But, uh, I smoke weed and she's all like, Oh yeah, just don't smoke in the house. Yeah. So, that's so I mean that, that that was like the big golden ticket for us. We're gonna have a pop up tent outside, whole dab bar set up, and yeah, that's what uh I just talked to um I had Nate Nasty in here, a little local local rapper kid, and his homie DJ who I've known for a couple years. He just got back from Washington and went to his buddy's wedding, and they had like a whole section off in the back that was just like a dab bar. They had a whole bowl full of like, you know, pre-rolls and cones, like in little tubes. So it's just like, here, take a couple of these and all kinds mm-hmm. of tasting and stuff. So it was much like a little wine tasting bar just with all kinds of different weed and dabs. I've been thinking about it. If I want to get like super fancy, I was, I, I got a friend who's a cheesemonger and I was thinking about sitting down with them and pairing either like coffee and weed together or like cheese and weed together mm-hmm. and then having a little sampling or tasting like that. I thought that'd be kind of cool. You and your coffee and weed. I like coffee and I like weed. Man. Yeah, that would be sweet though. I right. Was... Like a, a little cup of Arabic coffee with like a, um, an Irish cream Dutch blunt. Oh man, that'd be beautiful. See, you could pair it up like some sort of Viceland TV show. <laughs> I wouldn't have right. thought. I wouldn't have thought of those, but that sounds dang. Mm-hmm. That sounds real good. Um, well, that's dope, man. Congratulations! I'm glad that everything's going good, and uh, you know, Chanel's awesome. I love her. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be dope. I'm excited. I'm excited to come up for the that wedding. Sounds sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I like her. I gotta go be in the she- wedding party, and I'm also emceeing the wedding. I believe, right? Is that still happening? Yeah, that's correct. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna run that shit, and I'm gonna just make it all about me. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you should use it to like further your own agenda. Mm-hmm. Just promote all of my all of my things. Your wheelings and your dealings, uh-huh. and possibly your your ceilings. I'm gonna do that thing where I like where I get weird. No, you, you gotta bust through those ceilings. Mm-hmm. Just keep busting through them. You just know? Punch those ceilings. Yeah. Kapow, <laughs> Kapow ceilings, and just drop dust try all over to, the wedding party. To, keep things held down mm-hmm. so that'll be dope i'm excited for that mm-hmm. and uh you know it's gonna i'm nervous i'm nervous to to MC this wedding i mean i've never done anything like that i've only seen it in movies and it always it always goes awry you know what i mean which i which i don't want it to do <laughs> but i feel i feel like i'm in a good spot to do that in my life i just recently grew out of hats like i can't i can't really wear hats like i used to anymore yeah I, I think I'm gonna switch to dad hat. Yeah, dad. I, this is my only dad hat, so I wear it a lot. But I, I, show, I show me it. this dad hat. I like this dad. Hat. It's it's a Rugrats dad hat. Rugrats dad. Here, I'll send you a picture of it. <laughs> it's a Rugrats dad hat, and uh, you know I can't wear I can't wear snapbacks like I used to. I have like all these hats that I would wear forever. I've never been able to wear a snapback. Yeah, well, you know, flex fit snapback that flat the flat brim. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Hey, let me see that. Let me see that hat. 
Oh. With with like new era like ball caps, what I would normally wear, like I I like a little curvature in the bill, and they would just you know keep going flat. Mm-hmm. You just keep curving the sons of bitches, and they would just keep getting flat again, no matter what. And it would do that thing where it has just a little tiny bit of curve, and it looks like weird, right? Like, an like I remember the old school ball caps were kind of like these dad hats to wear, like you know, like the bill. The bill did oh. come flat, but oh. you could curve it Tie. to your choosing. Yeah. You look so much like a father, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I literally am a father. I literally am. <laughs> you can tell the two weeks of father have like. Oh, I've gotten like just, no sleep. Just, yeah. just layered itself on top of you. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've gotten like I'd say I've gotten on average like maybe if I'm lucky three hours of sleep a day. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know like a little bit more some days and a lot less on other days. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got I got a couple hours last night. I woke up at uh, I think it was around one because the child was yelling at me because he decided to wake up and pee his bed while he was awake. And then yelled at you. And then yelled at me fart. and cried. It's and your and fart. we got him and did his laundry, and I just got yelled at for like an hour. <laughs> nice fatherhood. Yeah, See, I right? slept I slept for like a good you know seven and a half eight hours, maybe a little extra because I slept in. And, you know, there was just really nothing going on in my house. It was real quiet. It was nice and cool in there. And, like, you know, no TVs or yelling or stomping. And I just kind of, you know, woke up and was like, man, this bed feels really good. And then I just kind of laid back down and went to sleep. Got up, got in the shower on my own time, didn't have to worry about anything. And then, you know, just kind of came here to town. But then again, I also get lonely sometimes. And it'd be nice to have someone to, like, carry on my legacy. So, you know, it was a little give and take, give and take. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah. but uh yeah i hear from what i hear that like that evens out like after a couple months he'll get like his little sleep scheduled down that's what i've been told he'll sleep through the night see i work nights though so like that doesn't really matter <laughs> that to doesn't me. doesn't help me at all doesn't help me whatsoever <laughs> it helps me on the weekends a little bit but, i mean even on the weekends i stay up pretty late so it's like yeah it's not really that much of a bonus yeah well not no more you gotta get that sleep and you can get it. So, um, yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely have grown out of hats and, you know, got an actual haircut and I also, uh, started wearing button up shirts like a year ago. So I think I'm in a good spot to MC a wedding. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm still young enough to be loosey goosey with it, but still old and mature enough to take it seriously. I think that's all relative to, you know, your your place in life. I mean, relative to some people, yeah, yeah, you're probably completely cut out to to MC a wedding. Relative to others, you have no business. You know, you have no business even being at this wedding. Yeah, there's a lot of weddings, Mikey, where or they probably wouldn't even allow you in the parking lot. It's very true. Very true. So I guess it's just, you know, yeah, all but, relative to the... He's, he's my best friend. He belongs there. Yeah, I'm going to have an all-access pass. I'm an, I'm even going to be able to go into the back rooms where normal wedding people can't go. I mean, he's staying in the house with us while we stay there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sleep in the tub. I'd say you're like a solid... A solid... You you know, compared bed. to, like, the the friends that I have, like, you're, you're probably... Fucking- you're probably along the <laughs> lines for most... Um, 
most reliable, likely. Reliable, because you don't have kids. You don't have kids that can fuck anything up. Yeah. Um, you're not you're not in jail. I have some friends that are in jail. Uh, you're not addicted to any hard drugs. I got some friends that are addicted to hard drugs. All of those things would throw you know a pipe wrench right in the yeah. in the engine. I'm not gonna get hammered drunk. Right? Um, yeah. You don't drink. Yeah. So I'm so, not gonna I mean, make gosh, a fool of myself. Really? Like. I mean, you might you might end up emceeing my wedding. Too, I could knock know? this out of the yeah, park. You might just you know that could be your career. <laughs> Maybe right? That's wedding MC Mikey Booyah. It's not bad now that I think about it. Someone should make that movie. Adam Sandler should make the wedding MC and just have it be like a sequel to the Wedding Singer, where no singing <laughs> is done, but John Lovitz is still in it. Shut <laughs> do. Shut up. <laughs> That was a terrible. Once again, you know, call back to my terrible impressions. I know. I was trying to like envision what part of that, what part of the movie that was, or who that even was. <laughs> that was my Adam Sandler. I don't know if that was even a quote or if that was just like how my my mind remembers Adam Sandler. Shabadaboo. It sounds right. That sounds legit. You to know, me. like an early Adam Sandler, he'd make like the weird noises. Yeah, he'd always be like, "Oh, like weird shit like that." <laughs> and then he he like imitates you and says, "Shut up!" Or like yells it. God, fucking! Uh, have you guys seen any of his new? He got like a seven movie Netflix deal. Oh, God, have you so seen bad. the new one that he did with David yeah. Spade? I didn't watch it. The but Father of the Year? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch it, but it's because... Actually, I, I, Sandler's not in that one, though, I don't think. Oh, I think not? that might just be David Spade. Yeah, it's just yeah I, don't, I don't think movie. Sandler's in that yeah. one. It actually wasn't as bad as you might think a David Spade movie was going to be. Oh, really? Yeah. See, if I that's, actually, that's it, not it, a recommendation. That's not a recommendation. I'd still say I, I didn't think it was great, but, I mean, David Spade's made a lot worse. Yeah. What'd you say, Bill? I don't know, it looks good to me. I haven't seen it though, so Yeah, I'm afraid to watch it just because all of his Netflix. It, movies he's are not bad. he's not David Spade's like not in every scene. Which might be what, you know, holds it up. <laughs> they just pepper him. He's peppered in, yeah. Peppered in. Oh yeah, there's there's actually some good shit in that movie, I know that I think about it, because <coughs> I'm not going to spoil the the whole plot. Yeah, because I might watch it now that I know that Adam Sandler's not in it. These two these two high school kids try to get their dads yeah, to fight stop. each other. That's oh yeah, that's that's why I was interested in it. Yeah, yeah I, do, I do remember that. And yeah. one's like one's like just a regular dude, and one's like on drugs or some yeah, shit. One's David Spade. One's David Spade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, maybe I will check that out and let you know, dude. I watched this movie, The Endless, the other night. Have you guys heard of this at all? No. Bill, holy shit. It's about, it's like, the way that it was marketed to me was, this is one of those new genre-creating movies, like uh, like The Babadook, or there's another one, Never I forget, I forget the other one. Babadook is solid, that's one of the, that's one of the best scary movies made in like the past 10 years, for sure. Have you heard the whole thing about the gays like appropriating a Babadook as like their mascot? What? <laughs> no. Really? Uh-uh. I haven't. The gay, yeah, like the gay community, gay Twitter, like, I think is where it originated it. Um, basically 
claimed Babadook, you know what I mean? And, and said, Babadook, is, he represents us. Like, I don't want to Google gay Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> you probably... It, uh, on it. The endless. That's, uh, that's crazy. I don't I mean, I don't know why they would, but whatever. Maybe for the bear community, maybe he's like, yeah, a here's, a, here's an article. The Babadook, how the horror movie monster became a gay icon. Weird. And so this it's is like a, this is like an article from a, you know, credible news outlet. So it's like, uh, it's like how, like with Pepe the Frog. Yeah, like basically, Pepe the yeah, Frog was taken yeah, and exactly. used for like a political completely statement. out of context. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Well, uh, it it equated the Babadook is great, and it equated this movie to the Babadook and like it follows, which was also a really good movie. So mm-hmm. I found some reasons, some reasons people have come out and tried to make for why the Babadook's been appropriated by the gays. All right, lay it on us. Supposedly the gays. He's, 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 open, <laughs> he's openly gay, and he has a, an affinity for hats and drama. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Is he openly gay? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember that part. <laughs> but the hats, the hats is a solid thing. What else? I don't know, just, I'm just reading tweets. All right. Don't call yourself gay if the Babadook hasn't entered your home through the pages of a children's book. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, Bill, you should watch the Babadook. Not for the gay stuff, but just for the scary things. Well, no, it sounds super gay now. Well, yeah, but you're just going to think about how gay it is when you watch it, but it's not. It's, probably. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It probably will ruin it if you haven't seen it. <laughs> I mean, at this point, all I all I know of it is that the main bad guy is a gay a gay <laughs> one of those gays so, so far we've said the gays and a gay which those this is my favorite this is my favorite thing uh so but, but i was referring to all of them so how is that i, I mean they are the, the gays the gays you're right uh the babadook is dope and then it follows did you see it follows mm-hmm so it follows was also solid, and so it was like it called it a genre creating movie. This movie, The Endless, which it really was. It was unlike you know, uh, it was probably like a unlike any other movie I could think of. It was really original and crazy. But it was about these two brothers that had left some UFO death cult like ten years ago when they were kids. And it's this cult out in the woods that like prays to this these aliens, right? So the younger brother wants to go back because he like misses it. And the older brother was like, hey, I was old enough to know how fucked up this shit was. So you didn't see it, but I'll bring you back there so you can see it. So they go on this trip back to this thing. And <clears throat> apparently when you're kids, you can't, you're not really susceptible to it. But when you're an adult, you're more susceptible to it. So... Now they start experiencing all this crazy shit while they're back at this UFO, you know, Charles Manson type, like, commune. But it was super crazy, way trippy. The, like, the visuals were fucking out of control and uh, blew my mind thoroughly. And then the whole, like, like, the whole you know, uh, unveiling of everything at the end where you, like, finally figure out what's going on. Like, it tripped me the fuck out. And 
the the title of the movie doesn't make sense until you finish the movie. Because <laughs> I was like, okay, the endless, like, what is that? And then you like finish the movie and you're like, dang, that's crazy. So hopefully they don't call it the endless because the movie never, never ends. ends. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, man, this movie has eight endings. It just keeps fading to black and then just, continuing. It just never never ends. It's infinite. Mm-hmm. This is the film that never ends. Yes, and it, it goes, goes on and on, my friends. Some people started making it, not knowing what it was. Now they're making it forever just because this is the film that never ends. Ay, ay, ay! Oh, Charlie Horse. Goddamn all of us. What are you doing? Taking pictures. Taking pictures. Uh... But yeah, dude, the endless. You guys should both watch it. I think you'll like it. Bill, the endless is fucking crazy. What's it on? Uh, I bought it on Xbox. I rented it because it like just came out. So I saw it on uh, on like YouTube and Xbox or something. I shall pirated it once. Mm -hmm. You could probably find it online, but I was just having trouble finding it, and I wanted to watch it. It was late, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to rent this shit. Fuck it. Go ahead and support this thing that I'm interested in. I had a $2 oh, credit, no. so I was like, it's only going to cost <laughs> okay, me $1.99. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, so you still got a penny? Mm-hmm. Shall do. Ah, cool. So, uh... That makes sense? Oh, it makes one cent. I almost said it makes 50 cent, but I couldn't. Maybe you couldn't. So, uh, one thing that I want to do while we're here, um, we had, there was an episode that was recorded that has not been released yet that I did with, uh, with one of our new interns and we had called Starbucks. So, um... I I told both of you guys the story of what happened, but I guess I'll fill everybody in for, like, because since the episode hasn't come out yet, but we had called Starbucks because we were talking about the difference between caramel and caramel pronunciation, and, uh, (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) And, uh... Just having fun with the camera, I suppose. All right. So, I was talking about how no matter what you say... If you order, you know, a caramel macchiato, they'll say caramel macchiato. If you order caramel, they'll say caramel, and they always just All right, well, correct. Just, just so we're clear here, what what do you think is the correct? Like, what do you say? Caramel, caramel. Yeah, just because we're in America. Okay, so that whenever you go on there, they say caramel. Yeah, they say caramel, and then I was like, okay, I guess they call it caramel here. So I so, said so caramel, caramel the next time, and they said caramel, and they were like, it's and called now caramel. It's the same person. No, these are different people and different stores, just in the area. So, so you don't think that it might just be like an individual type deal? You think that it's like Starbucks in general? Is- See, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering if it's maybe something that they do okay, on purpose, got you. So or if there was, you know, a, a standard definite or a yeah, standard like way maybe a piece of paper on the wall that broke down the pronunciation now. of caramel. You know what I mean? I say caramel too. Now that I think about it, like yeah. caramel. I can't think of any instance in which I use caramel. Yeah, right. So I mean, we're not in France, caramel so we're not going to be like caramel. 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 No, 
Caramel, yeah. Where's that extra A? You know, where's the extra or, or A? Don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't I also, chance. I also think it's in there. Is it? I think there is an extra A. I think it's spelled C A R A M E L, caramel. Dos leches. Oh yep, yep. I suppose it is. But silent A's are a thing. All right. What about Aaron? A A Ron. <laughs> but uh, so well, God damn it. So it is caramel. Yeah. It it is. That's the official pronunciation. Well, where's this caramel shit coming from? It's like know. it's like my whole life has been a lie. <laughs> I mean, if this is dude, if this dude, is it's like Chanel sent you the pronunciation for macabre, right? Mm-hmm. Did you get that? Yeah, I did. Do you do you understand what all that was? Uh, I don't really remember it. I get a lot of things all the time. <laughs> okay, so 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 remember when we looked looked up how to pronounce macabre? Uh huh. Okay. The only reason we pronunciate it macabre instead of macabre is because that's how the Americans do it. Macabre is the English way to pronounce the, pronunciate the word. Uh, okay, yeah. So that's probably Mac- the same macabre, with caramel. Macabre is the American way to pronunciate the word. And that's probably the same with caramel and caramel, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. So, uh... So, um, uh, I had called Starbucks customer service and I was like, you know, talk to this dude and we're just going to ask him if there was any set way that they pronounce it and, uh, you know, why I always have this problem with Starbucks. And the guy that I got was, it seemed like he was not ready to make a phone call or talk on the phone. He just kind of was like, hello. Yeah. And then gave me his whole customer service spiel. And I gave him my name, and then he almost like got. I, I I knocked him off his game somehow, and he was like, "Hey, how?" He was like, "So what's up, man? I mean, I mean, uh, how how can I help you, sir?" And we had this really weird interaction that turned out to be a an, an honest interaction, and you know, it seemed like uh, it seemed like he was a really solid dude. He understood my problem. He helped out a lot, and. You know, I, sh- I should probably just put the clip of him, of our phone call, in this episode, right? Yeah, I'd just go ahead and insert it. Yeah, instead of explaining it. So yeah. the call went like this. Thank you for calling Starbucks. We are here to help. Is that French? Let me know when you're going to speak another language in the middle of your sentence. Press <laughs> 9. What? For English, press 9. <laughs> it should be number 1. If you're calling about a Starbucks card or Starbucks rewards program, press 1. For questions or feedback about one of our stores, our products, or our company, mm-hmm. press two. <laughs> yep, that's the one, number two. Door number two. This call may be recorded for quality purposes. Please hold while we transfer you to the next available representative. <coughs> oh, we're going to talk to you. The- <laughs> there it is. Good afternoon, and thank you for contacting Starbucks Customer Service. My name is Mark. Do you have the pleasure speaking with today? Hey, Mark, this is Mikey. How you doing today, Mikey? Good. How are you, Mark? Pretty good. Pretty good. What are you doing? Today? Uh, I'm sorry. Um, how's your day going today? Good. Are we are we having a friendly conversation or Ooh. a professional one? Learning. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I didn't remember where I was for a moment. <laughs> That's all right. That Mikey. happens to me. I get a little high at work myself, Mark. So um, I'm I'm calling because uh, we were, I was having this discussion with a friend right now and. 
I we both have this thing where when we go to the drive through at Starbucks and I order something with caramel in it that I will mm-hmm. be I will be corrected and told that it is pronounced caramel. And then if I order it with caramel, I'll be corrected and told that it's called caramel. So it feels like I'm being patronized every time. Picked on. And kind of, yeah. kind of picked on, you know what I mean? So is there, is there like, like a way that is, that's company policy to pronounce caramel? Or is that I something like you guys have addressed? Word. No, it sounds like, it doesn't sound like someone would really address it. It sounds like they're kind of being childish to me. Yeah, right? Yeah. So. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that, Mark. I appreciate your honesty. But, um, that, that's, that's really it. That's really all my feedback, you know? Uh, where is this? Is it, uh, it's the store I said. So, um, California, what? Which store is this located at? Uh, this would be in, uh, Atascadero, California, or Paso Robles, California. They're two different So stores. it's kind of, it's kind of all of them, all the local stores. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Even in. Everybody, everybody but you, Mark. I mean, seriously, at this point. Yeah. You're really, you've really been the nicest been person that I've dealt with. too. He understands. Very helpful. Are you serious? I mean, I, I mean, I think everybody should be very, like, at least the same. I agree, man. Um, I agree. Oh, man, Mark. So, I'm going to start apologizing. Work, I'm sorry that... He's going to start apologizing? Don't you don't start by saying you're going to stop. I don't know why they're acting like that, but... I, I appreciate you calling me in. Let me know. I can definitely send this off to the district manager. Yes, for Mark. To take an overview serious. of the area. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, just, I mean, really just, you know, if they could just put some sort of breakdown for the pronunciation of caramel in the stores for the, for the employees, you know what I mean? That, that would be awesome. Yeah. But you're a solid dude, Mark, and I really appreciate you helping us out. Thanks, Mark. No problem, no problem, sir. Um, thank you for giving me the address. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and send this off under an anonymous tip to the district manager. Okay. Uh, All right, sweet. I don't need this. He's not going to do that. No, that's it, Mark. Just, uh. You know, keep up the good work. Stay blended. <laughs> Thank you, sir. All right, man. You too. This is Mark, so awkward. Mark liked me. <laughs> oh, yes, he, he heard your voice and was like, oh, hello, <laughs> you. He, he was like, so good what do you... Day, he's sir. like, hey, so what did you do? I mean, uh, the hell, how are you, sir? That was that, weird. That was super weird. It was weird. like he couldn't figure out... He was Twitter-fated. He was 100% high. Ooh, guaranteed. Yeah. Okay, so that's what happened. And I called back, got someone else. That call went like this. This call may be recorded for quality Come purposes. On, Mark. Please hold while we transfer Let's you to the next Mark. available Mark. representative. Mark, 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 Thank you for calling Starbucks. This is Latanya. How may I help you? Yeah, can I speak with Mark, please? Mark? Yeah. They're probably not in the same building. And unfortunately, I won't be able to transfer you to Mark, but I would be more than happy to assist you. Uh, can you leave a, can I leave a message for Mark? And I may be able to get a message to Mark. What would the message be? What? Uh, it would, it would be that we appreciate, uh, the help. That he gave us earlier, recalled. And, uh, just we a big about thank you, again. you. Big thank you to Mark. We were just thinking about him. And, you know, he did that thing when I talked and he like, he dropped his guard a little bit yeah. and became friendly and I really, I really appreciated yeah. it. And I just wanted to call back and say, I, say I liked it. That's why those calls are recorded. Mm-hmm. People and like I would be more than happy to get that message to Mark. And may I ask write it all down? who the message is coming from? Yeah, it's from, from Mikey. Can you read that message back to me, please? 
Yes, you want to give a message to Mark and let him know that you appreciate the help on today. And that he also let his guard down and became friendly. We really do appreciate that. Yes, awesome. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And thanks for calling Starbucks. You have a nice day. Do they have recordings of like. And here we are. So what I want to do now is try to call and try to talk to Mark. You guys down with that? It only take a second. Yeah, let's get Mark in. Let's get him on the on the horn. Let's get Marky Mark. Marky Mark on the horny horn. <laughs> Wait, that sounds like a penis. Marky Mark on the horny horn. Uh-huh. Thank you for calling Starbucks. We are here to help. That was French. Do you think that we should tell them that we've been a victim of of racial prejudice? Calling about a Starbucks card or Starbucks rewards program. This call may be recorded for quality purposes. I'm surprised that wasn't like an automated option. If you're calling about racial discrimination, please plus six. Thank you for calling Starbucks. My name is Raven. How can I help you? That's so Raven. Hi, Raven. Uh, is Mark available? Can I speak with Mark, please? Mark, we actually can transfer to any previous agent that you may have. Can't or won't. Do you have a reference number? What was that? A reference number? Do you, yeah, do you have a reference number by any chance or no? Yeah, I do. It's uh, actually 55420-BLAZE-IT. Did that work? Oh, fuck. She hung up on me. She knew that it was a fake reference number. (laughs) I almost had another five in there, and that just would have given me away too soon. So, Raven, not helpful whatsoever. No. That was was very not so Raven. That was not Raven. (laughs) Not so Raven whatsoever. But um, I'm just going to, we're going to keep calling every week, and we're going to get Mark eventually. It's going to happen. And then once we get Mark, he's going to be our fourth host on the show. We're going to get like an actual phone number for Mark instead of just having to call Starbucks. And we're just going to get Mark on the show every once in a while, checking on him, see how he's doing. Because, uh, you know, solid dude. Solid dude, Mark. He sounds like somebody I want to meet in person. Maybe we, maybe we fly him out. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool, right? Fly him out. Maybe like... Uh, Get him on the show, cover him with some Nickelodeon gack, or some slime, slime him maybe. Yeah. We could fly him out to Florida, get him slimed. That's a thing. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. But, I don't know, maybe next time we'll get him. So, uh, I think that's about it. That's about all we got for today. Or maybe next time. Anybody else got something to throw in? Um, not, not really. Someone's breaking in right now. Breaking in. You know, mm-hmm. Busting with a, with a knife. It's an intruder. Oh, no, I'm I know I'm going to have to watch this all go down. Yeah, you just get a watch of breaking, like some sort of breaking and entering and pistol whipping situation and robbery. And you're no, just like, guys, stop it, no. guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't. Think about the kids. Ty's got a son. <laughs> you just be streaming from the computer. And then the last thing you see is this. Someone walks up and just closes the screen. Like, <laughs> damn, those are my hands. Uh, that reminds me, I had a fucking great idea for a horror movie. But I forgot what it was. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Ty, say your thing.
the Jason just straight. Yeah, the Jason Priestley thing. Straight, straight and greasy like Jason. Natural habitat recording.